The Bible says, those that tarry are the wine. They are the ones whose eyes get red. If you don't stay long at the wine, your eyes don't go get red. Your eyes won't get red. You want red eyes? You have to tarry. Are you, are you there? And so, even, even I, I believe very, very strong, I believe very, very strong um, that, you know, when God told Moses in Numbers chapter 11 that he should gather unto me, right, the 70 elders, and like I was saying, it meant that something supernatural that even, I, I think even the 70 people, they couldn't even understand what was going to happen. Are you, are you with me? I, I'm sure they didn't understand what was going to happen. But God said that when they come, you take the spirit upon Moses. It's not, it's not a surgery. It's not a surgery that they were privy to when it happened. I think all they realized was that they were now able to help Moses to fix problems. That, ah, Charlie, this thing that Moses sent us to do, we managed to do it. Let's go and check and see if it's the right way or it's the correct way. And by and large, they realized that they were able to help and assist. Are you, are you following what I'm saying? Amen. And so, as you are here, as you are seated, as you are listening, something is happening. I said something is happening. Do you believe something is happening to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Something is happening to you. Because, you see, in our society, we, ministry must be emphasized. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Ministry must be emphasized a lot in what uh, uh, um, um, we're doing. Ministry must be a great emphasis in our lives. So I want to continue with anointing and um, share with you some of the things that um, can happen to you as you step into the anointing. Steps to the anointing. There are seven steps, but I just want to choose one. I don't have so much time. There are, seven, there are seven steps to the anointing. I want to, the first one is the principle of vessel change. The second one is um, servanthood. And I want to dwell on servanthood. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 1. Servanthood. I think was it Reverend Floyd Ben who said, hey, what kind of church is this that you are alive at 10 p.m.? <laughs> I remember very well. <laughs> Hoping to see him tomorrow. Yeah. I, I know one day, you know, I know one day in Guyana we will get to the point where we put everything aside for the things of ministry. I, I, I'm really trusting God and we will get there one day. I'm telling you. Yeah. Because when you see how people are not able to make sacrifices for ministry, that's also why people don't also move forward in ministry. Because today is a working day, and few people will really take the time out and come. So you have to, you have to understand that you are, you are very unique. You have to understand that you are very special. That people couldn't make it today, and you made it all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's something you, you will not understand. It, it, something has happened to you. You have changed. 
This is not how you were. You are just like anybody and everybody else. But you see that now you can come to church on a working day. People don't even know how to come. People don't have an idea how to come. So, oh, I have to work. All that they see is that they have to work. I have to work. Jack man, you threw away the ministry and you came today. Yeah, you should throw them away. <laughs> yeah, you take, you take. It's, 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 it's an art. It's an art. As for the son and his wife, they are here with their uh, uh, leadership. It's an art. It's not everybody who can do it. Oh. I'm telling you, you can't call for a conference in March season. Many people won't come. So you have to understand that. Tell you, you are not bad at all. Tell your neighbor you are not bad at all. <laughs> Don't, 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 don't raise your standard too much. It's okay. Well, well, slowly, you'll get there. Yeah, the fact that you are here at the conference at this time all day. Ah! It's, it's, you, Charlie, you have passed the exams. <laughs> Isn't it? You've made it. Yeah! Morning till evening. Sarah, you people are trained already. I said that. You, you are, you are, you are, you are you are what? So you are what do you call it? Experts. Yeah, there are big people in some churches. They can't sit down for one hour. They can't sit down for two hours. Oh, two hours. They gotta get up. They gotta stretch their legs. They gotta go out. They gotta drink water. They gotta drink some juice. I come back and then stretch and then yawn. Yeah, and belch and sleep and wake up and talk. And they step. That's how they pass their flowers. <laughs> yeah. But to sit down, listen, listen, listen. Hey, Charlie, it's working, pa. So I want to look at steps to the anointing. And in, seven to, in Joshua chapter 1, verse 1, I think that this is also one of the steps. Remember anointing transfers. We looked at the, 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 way, the eight ways that anoint, anointing transfers, isn't it? Now, for the anointing to transfer, you must be at, at the right spot. Well, let me see. You, you, you must be at the right position. Are you with me? You must be at the right position. Now, the Bible says that, when I say the right position, that's what I'm saying. Number one is servanthood. Right? Now, the Bible says, now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister. If you look at the New Living Translation, what does it say? Moses' assistant. Do you have any other version? I like that one before. Yeah, HCSB. After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, 
who served Moses? Who served Moses? So, if you look at Joshua, Joshua took over from Moses like we all know. Not because he was Moses' classmate. Not because he was Moses' nephew. Not because he was Moses' friend. But the Bible says he was Moses' servant. He served Moses. It tells you that spiritually, things, the anointing transfer happens to people who serve. It's one of the ways that if you don't serve, you don't stand the chance to be anointed. Because the position of anointing transfer, number one, is servanthood. Now, I have to say, we have to really focus on this or look at this carefully because service is not something that many people are used to here. If I take you to my house, you, you, you realize that you'll be a failed servant. Sometimes when I pass Hebron, you see that the lights are on in the afternoon. You understand? So, you live in a place, you go out, and the lights are still on. You're not a good servant. You are bringing me bills. <laughs> yeah, GPL. You are making GPL happy. Now, when I open the church, you see bicycle inside the church. Yeah. Bicycle. Yes. You'll be surprised if you were asked to be in a servant role. How you change? You can, you can make it. It's hard. I remember some folks went to Bible school. I remember this clearly. I think it was G, your time. Some folks went to Bible school. Where's Ned? <laughs> Do you know she lay his hands on him? He's from London. You should lay your hands on him. <laughs> when he comes. If he will come. <laughs> Tomorrow. Yeah, we should put him outside when he comes. We don't want people who come here because it's holiday. When God sees you, he says, he, says, he tells the angels, don't, leave, don't look at those people. Don't look at those people. They are convenient. People who serve me at their convenience. Yeah, yeah. To those who come tomorrow, you should watch them. As you where, are you, where are you coming to? Holiday, holiday conference attender. <laughs> you can't put things aside. You want the day of free day that a government before you come. You get it. So, there's this young lady who... Um, was in the Bible school from our church. And then in those days, like during Christmas holidays and Easter holidays, they give the students opportunity to go and stay with a pastor for the Christmas holidays. Because coming from afar, if you are there on campus and it's Christmas, the prophet used to feel bad for them. Because like you are in school, you know, the place is boring, you know, there's Christmas eating and partying you are not part of. So he gives them the option that if you like, you can so pastors who want people to come and live with them or stay with them for the Christmas, they make their names available. So they put their names up and then people choose where they want to go. 
So it used to be like that. And sometimes some people build some great relationships out of that. Some go first time and then after that, every vacation, the pastors want them to come and be with them because they were nice company, they were helpful and all of that. There's a particular young girl that um, went somewhere. <laughs> hey! I was there when one of my church members called me. She said, Bishop, you should hear your name at the beer garden. I said, eh? He said, yes. He said, one of the sisters was passing and she saw this young lady's mother in the beer garden and she was talking and as she was passing, she heard my name. So she went back and went to hang around the beer garden a little close to the lady and what they were talking about and she called another sister for her to be a witness to hear what they were talking about. So as she called on the phone, then she was making sure that the sister on the phone could hear the girl's mother talking in the beer garden, how I have taken her daughter to Ghana to make her into a slave. <laughs> yeah. I've taken her daughter to Ghana to make her into a slave. Because she was living with this young pastoral couple, two pastors, who had just given, the, the, the lady had just given birth. And so she needed some help here, you know, washing napkins here and another. And she enabled so she called him mother and said, how the people sleep in she out in Ghana. <laughs> now, if, if anointing was to come to somebody like that through service, gone. Gone, 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 gone. If you believe that your pastor is anointed, you should find yourself in a place where his anointing can transfer to you. In service. Never think that you are, oh, you are a slave and what you are doing. So I, I was actually telling um, um, the gentleman who, there's one gentleman who, who, who is with me. I mean, I've adopted him. He's my son now. I was telling him, we were talking about marriage. He thinks he's ready for marriage. I said, hey, now nah, you ready. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he was telling me, he was telling me about marriage. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, that's why it's good to have a father, you know. I said, nah, you ready yet? Because I told him, I said, you see, in another environment, maybe it may not matter that you have not finished building your capacity yet. That message by Prophet Kaka, I've never forgotten it. I think he put the words right for me. Building your capacity. Because as a man, if you're going to marry a woman, you must have things in place. Do you get it? And, and there's a song. There's a, and and that, that is one. But there's another option where you move by faith also. Where there's a song that says, Sister, sister, will you marry me? I may not have much. But what? I have the call of God. So, the call of God is like the security that the man is bringing on board for you to say yes to his proposal. And here is real. Except that the environment we live in, it doesn't work. 
And not only does it not work, it also, the, 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 the people who say, marry me, I don't have anything, end up not having anything after all. Yeah. Now, if you take our founder, for example, when he was marrying his wife, as much as he was educated, he, he said he didn't really have anything. But if you look at how far he has come, you, if you were a woman and he proposed to you and you refused him, you, I think you commit suicide. <laughs> yeah. Because you see practically that he has increased in every area of his life. That, now you ask God, God, why did you do this to me? Why did you allow me to say no to this man? Why didn't you slap me when I said no? Because you didn't need a slap. And so there are some things that you have to look at in the future. You have to look at the man, his potential, his ability, and say yes to him. And then that does not fail because the, the expectation of the writers shall not be cut off. But that doesn't work here so much. Because whenever they say, oh, Bishop said it's okay, then that's it. They don't build capacity. They don't have anything. Then they are punishing in the house. All kinds of things. There's a young man who said he liked one of my girls here. I said, why not? I asked the girl. She said, okay, no problem. They started dating. The girl drives. And then he'll pick up the, the man in the car. He'll drive the man. She's the chauffeur. Take the man here, take the man there. Man won't even put 2,000 gas in the car. You don't have capacity. If you don't have a vehicle, and the person you're going to marry has a vehicle, at least when you, when you move, say, girl, pass the gas station. Let me fold your tongue, girl. I won't fold your tongue, girl. I have the capacity to fold your tongue. You take a front seat and then you chuck yourself, you, you, you adjust your seat and then you're enjoying the ride. No, 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 it can't work so. <laughs> no, 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 it can't work. <laughs> it can't work. It can't work. So, so I told, I told my boy, I said, if it was in those days, gee, if it was in those days, you, um, if it was in those days, you could have easily been, so okay, the fact that you are with a bishop, even if you don't have a ring, it's okay. If you don't have money to do engagement, it's okay because I believe that anointing of the bishop, bishop calling the Sabbath, rests upon your life. <laughs> I believe the anointing of bishop, bishop calling the Sabbath, rests upon your life. And I know when I say yes to you, I don't have to worry about anything. Anointing will flow. Anointing will work. <laughs> Anointing will stand up. <laughs> hmm. Those things don't work anymore. So I told my boy, go to school. Finish school. 
get a job. Let me help you find a place to stay. Buy a vehicle. I said, when you add vehicle and a job to being with a bishop, you'll be hot cake. I said, you'll be hot cake. I mean, people will hold you and say, oh, you're too hot. Oh, you're too hot. <laughs> oh, you're too hot. <laughs> yeah. Because we tried those things. We thought, we thought that the faith that we have is the same faith that the people who say they are called around here, the same faith they have. You realize that it's not the same at all. Yeah, it's not the same at all. And so the disgrace is bad. You see the two of them, they marry and they are home and there's no food. There's no money. Yeah. The woman doesn't, doesn't, can't do their hair. And the boy says he's a man of God. And the man of God, he can't even call rain from heaven to fall on their lives. <laughs> but you see, the, 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 the real, the truth of the matter is that a servant of a man of God stands a great chance to be great. That's what I'm trying to drive at. That the real biblical example of a servant of a man of God is somebody who surges, who moves forward and upwards. Like Joshua. Because when Moses wasn't around, we didn't hear of anybody. Nadab, Abihu, Her, all this. We didn't hear anybody who was qualified than Moses' personal assistant. And so you see that in, in, in biblical terms and spiritually, servants are potentially great people. And if you have the chance to be connected to a servant, you should say, praise the Lord. And so service, if you even look at the disciples of Jesus Christ, they were servants. Remember when he was going to feed the 5,000? They were the ones who he told them, let them sit down. Put them to sit down. Let everybody sit down. Let them sit down. Let them sit down. Let them sit down. And he said, okay, now I break, you take, and then you share. 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 Like that, like that, like that, like that, like that. The Bible says when they finished, everybody was fed. And they were left with how many? Baskets. Twelve baskets. Twelve extra baskets of food. And that was the, 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 the ones that Jesus told them to, to take. At the point, the Bible says that Jesus even told his disciples, he said, you, are no more, you, you will no more be called servants. I will call you friends. They were the guys who turned Jerusalem around. They were the people who turned Samaria around. They were the people who turned Judea around. The people who were just working with Jesus, going to find money to pay his taxes, trying to keep people sitting down and feed them. These were the guys who, the Bible says, when the, when the Sanhedrin and the Pharisees saw that they were ignorant and unlearned men, they realized that something, something, something from Jesus the Christ had rubbed off on them. And they were not classmates of Jesus Christ. They were just servants. They were just servants. They were just servants. I said they were just servants. And so don't shun the principle of servanthood, which provokes anointing. You have to serve. You have to serve. Very simple things. Wash car, iron clothes, polish shoe, make sure that everything is okay with him, serve him something, 
all kinds of things. Go with him if he's going somewhere, assist him, this and that. That kind of service, you will be surprised. One day an angel will take something from the man and drop it like that. Pow! You don't even realize it. Oh, you see that you, are, you, begin to be, you begin to do things in a certain way. The people say, ah, Charlie, you are very powerful, power. He said, me, you know, that's why sometimes people are even surprised when people give them compliments. Because they don't realize when the change took place. And they still are in their old mindset of, I am nobody, I'm just around. Only to realize that something really supernatural has actually happened to them. Oh, I said something really supernatural has happened to them. And so let us not frown and, and, and take lightly the principle of servanthood. It works. Oh, I said it works. Oh, I said it works. You see that sometimes when we become pastors, that is when we stop even becoming servants. Yeah. Yeah. When we become servants, it means that we are big people. Can't talk to me like that. I is a lazy pastor. You don't know that? I is a lazy pastor. You don't know that I is a lazy pastor? Yeah, I was appointed 2021. I is a lazy pastor from 2021. Yeah, you should know. You don't know that? Can't take your eye, come past me. Yeah. Because I have heard it before where people were trying to despise people who live with me. In fact, there was a, a gentleman who used to live with me from Linden. Where's Jason? <laughs> Jonas, are you there? Yeah, Lindeners. <laughs> a guy used to live with me from, from London. One day we went home. He had packed his bags and left without telling us. Yeah. We had to put his picture on Facebook that he's, 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 he's missing. He wasn't missing. He had run away from my house. <laughs> He has run away from the bishop's house. A place where you should rather run to. <laughs> he has actually run away from. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like I'm saying, m- many people may be deceived, but it, I think it's a blessing to live with a pastor. I think so. I think it's a blessing to live with a pastor. Yeah. Amen. If you get a chance to live with a pastor, you are spiritual, it's the best thing. But this is why, you know how he did it? He told me that there's a family reunion in Linden. Tell him my experience with Linden as it's no you. Skeet. When we said on your marks, <laughs> she tumbled down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, had a, I had a young girl who went to Bible school. When she came back, she when she came back, she, she didn't even do anything. She just she just left the church. Came back from Bible school and just left the church. I think she she actually holds the record in our church. <laughs> She's a record holder. Somebody who we spent money to send from London, sent to uh, Ghana, trained, brought her back, and then that was it. 
Finito. Finish. Finish. It's finished. She even didn't win one so. Even one so. Even, even just come to church. She couldn't even come to church. Isn't it fantastic? Yeah. So this young man told me that he has family reunion. Jason, in Linden. I said, ah, but this is family reunion is normally somewhere around Christmas. It's okay. All right, if you have family reunion, you are living with me. If I say don't go, because I can tell you don't go, because I see you family, and I ain't doing no reunion. <laughs> but if I say that, ah, no man, if you want to go somewhere, you want you go, all of that. I I know, I ain't no slave. All kind of things you hear. So I said, okay, no problem. So he was going to go on a Monday. So I was even in the yard when he took his bag, backpack, came around. I said, oh, you're ready? He said, yes. When will you come back? He said, I'm going to the um, um, reunion is tonight. So I'll come back tomorrow, come straight to Samaria, come to Tuesday service. I said, why not? No problem. So I did what was my responsibility. Um, Gave him something for passage. He went, whether there was a reunion or not, <laughs> we know that there wasn't. Tuesday, we came to church. He didn't show up. Church service was, was over. We ended. We didn't hear anything. So we called. Even that season, he, he was even dating one of my girls here. Yeah. I'm sure he's, he's sitting somewhere watching me. <laughs> Then, so that Wednesday, we started calling around. Called, asked the beloved to call his mother. When the beloved called his mother, the man said, oh, he left for church already. We said, really? But he's not in church town. He said, well, I don't know because he left here. That's when we put his picture on Facebook, Missing. <laughs> Hey, people even call for, from Ghana to ask, hey, really? Because, you know, we, we, some Ghanaians knew him. Is he missing? I say, yeah, no, he's missing. We don't know. When the mother saw the Facebook post, she called the beloved and said, take down the, the picture. He, he's not missing. <laughs> <laughs> so we were confused because you said that, yeah, she left and, and you don't, you, you, and then we say she, he has not arrived. So we are actually helping to locate him. When you call, his phone is off. Now you are calling us to take down the picture because he's not missing. So that's something, something right here. Then where he was sleeping, I decided to just go and check what was there. Hey, he had moved everything, but then put some little unnecessary boxes and things and has thrown some, something cloth over it. So when you pass, you think that, oh, you know, his things are still there. He just covered it. I just said, let me just open this closet. When I open, nothing. <laughs> That's when I realized that, you know what? The guy was leaving without announcing. Then I heard that when he came to church the Sunday, you know, as we spent all day Sunday in church, he went down here to the back, to the conservancy. 
and they waited for a bus. And so took the bus and crossed that nobody saw him. Then went to my house and took his bags and went to put it at his brother's place and came back in to the back and walked in here. The place is big. If you get lost, we might easily not know you. You, you understand? If you get lost, we might easily not know you. And so that's how he did it. So Monday when he had his backpack, everything else he had gone to put it somewhere already. I know and I heard it. The beloved was telling me that the mother was putting pressure on him. What's the, what's the man giving you? What is it? You, you helping me. In Bible school, I used to send you money. This, that, 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 that. All kinds of stories. And so they made his service in my house look like a bad thing. And out of that pressure, he abandoned the ministry. <laughs> because if anointing was was available for anybody who is serving me, he could have gotten the anointing. And he missed it. He missed it. And now where is he? Where is he? Thank you, Lindeness. We are changing the, the narrative in the name of Jesus. Yeah, we are changing the narrative. You know, so I, I want us to be very, very uh, um, serious about um, service. Because it will help us to be anointed. In 2 Kings chapter 3 and verse 11. 2 Kings chapter 3 and verse 11. 2 Kings chapter 3 and verse 11. 2 Kings chapter 3. And verse 11. What does it say? But Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here a prophet of the Lord that we may inquire of the Lord by him and one of the king of Israel's servants answered and said here is Elisha the son of Shaphat which poured water on the hands of Elijah (laughs) the guy who Everybody was looking for to come and use his ministry or to come and tell or show what God is saying. He was a simple guy who used to just pour water on Elijah's hands. Sometimes these people burn things around here, so please forgive us. We are in the, we are in the farming area, so. We get this bush, bush. Cromwell, are you fixing your problems? Are you there? The guy who was very instrumental in making a difference. They were looking for a prophet. And the description for the guy who qualified for that call was somebody who used to just pour water on Elijah's hands.
So pouring of water on somebody's hands to wash his hands was so critical that God sees it and gives you anointing. So when you see the, the story of Elijah, Elijah telling Elijah, I want a double portion of your anointing. What people don't understand is what he used to do before that event. He used to do was that, he said, oh, you want to wash your hands? Let me go and bring soap. You want to wash your hands? You can't go and wash your hands. I got to bring you soap and water. It was this. <laughs> I'm sure we will remember and we'll say something in our hearts. Ah! Look at how far, how far the water is. Look at how, how far the pipe is. It's not so far. It's not too far from here. Why you can't go and do the thing by yourself? But the people who faithfully did these things, for example, Elisha, the Bible says he was the prophet of the day. If you were looking for a man of God, I mean, men of God came. What they came to say, it didn't really make any difference. But when, that, that is when they were looking for somebody with real ministry. These guys had, they were pseudo ministers. They were using brass. They were using copper and zinc. But the guy with real ministry, Jehoshaphat said, the thing that these people are saying, I don't feel it. I don't feel it is, it is, it is God at work. So you know what? Let's find somebody else. Let's find somebody who has real ministry. Somebody who, who really speaks from the, Lord, from the Lord. Someone who can really make a difference in what we want to do. Then they come for Elijah. And the credentials or the CV was that he used to pour water on Elijah's hands. Service God. God provokes anointing on people who serve his servants. The fact that you have interest to make sure that his servant is well, he's okay, everything is okay. That, that interest alone provokes God's eyes on you to anoint you for ministry. Ah, may the Lord anoint some servants here tonight in the name of Jesus. Oh yeah. So it is said that Idahosa's anointing fell upon, there was a guy, he was called, uh, what? Some guy from South Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I counted him one of the Give Thyself Holy uh, conferences in Ghana. It was said that he was Archbishop Benzinda Hose's houseboy. Uh, houseboy. He used to polish his shoe. He used to put water uh, for him to drink. All of that. He opens the gate. I remember one day, um, I remember one day, I was, I was, I was entering Hebron, right? And um, the guy's there. I don't know whether it was the same mosquito bite man, but, you know. You get it. <laughs> Are you there? Or oh, you've gone home?
the guys were opening the gate for me to drive into the, the yard. Like here. Our gate is God's Zion gate. You need to be, you need to be Samson anointed to remove that gate. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody who wants to remove that gate, you must be Samson. You don't have an idea how many men carry that gate. <laughs> How many were complaining of, is it Gordy or Gordy or something? <laughs> Gordy? Gordy? <laughs> so the Hebron one was also big. It was a sliding gate just like that. So when I drive, when I go there, I, I, I refuse to be a pastor and have children in the church. And when I'm entering the church, I have to get down and pull the gate open and drive in and close the gate and then walk. I refuse to do that. I refuse to do that. When I have boys that I'm helping, I'm assisting, I'm guiding, who live in the church, free, internet free, water free, light free. I should come and open the gate myself. Somebody got to be crazy. <laughs> so when I get there, I honk my horn. Pop, pop. And then they will run. Well, there's some boys. So the, the guy came to open the gate. Then there were some boys at the corner. They were lying. They said, ah, Ramotakom. <laughs> it was the days of Ramota. He said, Ramotakom. They were mocking. Opening the gate for a man of God. They were mocking. So why are you wasting your time? But, you see, so when I got down and they were laughing and I, I realized that it was like poison. So I called my boys and I said, let me tell you something. You see those guys out there? They have never lived in a proper home where their father has a vehicle and he goes to work and he comes back. So they don't understand what you guys are doing. So don't worry with them. Because if you grew up in a proper home with daddy and mommy, and daddy has a vehicle and he goes to work. When daddy is coming, you, you, you have to open the gate. Who should open the gate? Daddy should come and open the gate. Then you, you must move from the house today. Yeah, yeah. When we are younger and all of that, when you hear your father's uh, 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 horn, car horn, you go and open the gate. Now, some people they are blessed. We have remote controls that we press. You go and stand and do. Pah! 2 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> I remember one day I was with one of my pastor friends in Ghana. Went for a meeting. And then we went home to his house. 2 a.m. When we were about to get to that, he called. He said, I'll be home in the next five minutes. Make sure you're awake. Hey. When we got there, pa! gate open. I said, wow, some people are good health. I mean, you can't sleep. Daddy is out. Daddy is coming late. You can't sleep. You had a young girl staying with us. Nice little red girl. When you come home, she's sleeping. You, you be downstairs and uh, honk your horn. Bam! Bam! Bam, 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 bam! Hey! Why? I can't enter my own house. Two mornings, we say, you know what, sweetie, Galamba, you mother. 
You can't make it. You can't make it. <laughs> you can't make it at all. At all, at all, at all, at all. <laughs> Amen. All right. John chapter 15, verse 15. Henceforth, I call you not servants. Henceforth, I call you not servants. These were bodyguards and ashes. You know, when uh, the children wanted to come to Jesus and Peter said, hey, 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 move, remove from here. Remove from here. Don't, hey, don't come close. There were security guards. And Peter was very good at his work. You can't come close to Jesus when he's around. You take the knife and chop off your knees. Off. <laughs> he used to secretly have some knife in his, in his, in his long dress. <laughs> yeah. Henceforth, I call you not servants. For the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my father, I have made known unto you. So the disciples, they were one time servants. Hallelujah. 13 signs of a servant. 13 signs of a servant. If you're a servant, how do we know you're a servant? How do you know you're a servant? Because some people say, oh, I'm, a, I'm your servant. Oh, I'm your servant. Are you are my servant? I see. Number one. A servant has a master. A servant has a master. Do you have a master? Do you have a master? Ask your neighbor, do you have a master? Abigail, do you have a master? You pray so. Jonas, you have a master? You have a master? Okay, all right. <laughs> Karen, you have a master? You look like a big, you look like a big woman. Yes, Bishop. You have a, you have a master? Yes, Bishop. Yes, Bishop. <laughs> okay. A servant has a master. Thank you. A servant has a master. Malachi chapter 1 verse 6 says, A son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. And a servant his master. A servant, a son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. So, servants have masters. Adam, do you have a master? Huh? 
will tell you the type of tone he likes or the tone that you like. Huh? You have a master. Yeah. <laughs> okay, number two. A servant is at the beck and call of his master. A servant is at the beck and call of his master. A servant is at the beck and call of his master. You see, if you're a servant, you are at the beck and call of your master. There's no negotiation. There's no argument. Oh, all my life, people argue with me all the time. <laughs> you, have to, you have to remind them of who they are talking to. They'll say, oh, sorry, Bishop. <laughs> you must be quick to believe. Yeah. A, a servant is at the beck and call of his master. Matthew chapter 8 and verse 9. Matthew chapter 8 and verse 9. Matthew chapter 8 and verse For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. I say to this man, go, and he reasons with me. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go. And he argues with me. Do you know how many people will say you are controlling them? How you brainwash people? Because you say go and they are going. So you say go and then they, they are trying to tell you why they can't go. And you say no, you got to go. And they say why are you controlling people? Stacy, is it working? Cromwell, static. You're working on it. I don't feel so. <laughs> and I say to this man, go and he goeth. And to another, come. And he comes. When I told Jonas, come. And he says he can't take time off. I realize that, hey, two captains are trying to be in this ministry here, so. So how to raise the bar. If he had said no, next bus to let him, I would have been on. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> you trust me, right? Oh, yeah. Next bus to let him, I would have been on. I tell you. Yeah. And I'll go and shake his brain. <laughs> <laughs> 
will shake his brain so that he can start thinking properly. How I am asking him to come and he's telling me that he's working at GRA. And so, so I have come. If the mountain will not come to Muhammad, Muhammad will go to the mountain. <laughs> I'm telling you, Jonas wouldn't be happy at all. But God was gracious to him. And he, he realized that a servant has a master. And therefore, if you say, go, a servant goes. All those of you who are helpers, give thyself holy helpers, uh, office helpers, uh, whatever helpers, over here, children's service, uh, uh, a ministry, ashes, this, that, that, that. You have to come to the point when we say, Go! You don't drag your feet, you go. Look at how when we said everybody should get a bus. Look at how the church is, 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 is improving by the day. It is because when if you see yourself as someone who is in service, when you are asked to do something, you do it. Yes, you must come with a bus. All you say is, hey, what are your high tech? <laughs> All you say is, yes, Bishop. How many buses? I said, five. He said, yes, Bishop, it can be done. Rebecca. Don't say, you and, you and, you and Amanda, you are sharing bus. If it was money, you wouldn't tell Amanda, we share no money. So Amanda, hey, girl, you get your money, I get me money. You see how you fight? He said, no, no, no. Sharing what? Who said that? Bishop said that? I can call Bishop just now. I don't know no sharing of no money. Sister Amanda, i sorry for you. And when they come to Boston, me and sister Amanda, we share in boss. You need this conference to catch, to see real ministry, to gather people. You need anointing. And you have to take the steps that brings anointing upon people's life to be able to gather people. Bring a boss, you bring a boss. Yeah, Pastor Sam, that's what we're doing now. Every leader, I'm trying to, I, I have about, about 40. I need 50 people who will bring a mini bus Full every Sunday morning. 50 by 15. The capacity is big. Don't you feel somewhere when you see the empty chairs at the back? It's Calvin who gives you a few chairs so you don't feel it. I'll pack the place with chairs and I'll abuse you every Sunday morning. (laughs) I said, go and you go. Come and you come. That is what a servant is. A servant doesn't argue doesn't have fine reasons why this, that, all those things don't make sense when it comes to service. Are you with me? Yeah. He said, come and he cometh. And to my servant, do this. And he doeth it. Do this. And he doeth it. Tell your neighbor, do this. And he doeth it. Tell to another neighbor, do it. Do this. And he doeth it. Hallelujah. A servant is one who executes the command of another. A servant is one who executes the command of another. This is where many people go wrong. You have servants who are commanding and executing their own command. See that the bishop said when the bishop has not said anything. (laughs) 
know, it's, 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 it's a very confusing uh, vocabulary around here. Bishop said. So many people, even if you say Bishop said, they want to check with Bishop. Yeah, because you know how people abuse credit cards around here. Yeah, overdraft. A servant is an executor, not somebody who commands. If you're in service. So, so for example, I, I was telling, uh, uh, was it honey I was talking to this morning? I was saying that, you see, many people who work with me closely feel very, very nice and special. There's nobody who works closely with me who doesn't feel special and nice. Oh, Mike. Yeah. yeah if you don't feel special and nice, you have a demon. <laughs> it's a privilege. What you shouldn't do is that you shouldn't let the privilege be like the devil who was lifted up with pride. Because I will always need people to do things for me. As for that, I will have to have unlimited supply of helpers. Because that is how I move forward, with help. But the helpers now must understand that it is a great privilege to be a helper. I only execute what command I have been given. I don't issue commands. And that it shouldn't get into a servant's head that I begin good. You don't know me? My name is Honey. I sweet. I sing bad. Yeah, you, you miss the point. You make the help now become something bad. People will not even listen to you when you speak. You, because you are abusing the authority and the privilege. You, if it is, even when you are around me, you are supposed to help them. You must be one of the most humblest and the sweetest person around. I used to tell, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a good place to clap. Yeah. Being around me doesn't mean that you are better than everybody. There's nothing like that. You are executing commands just like anybody else. So I remember, honey was even remember, said, you know, I remember that he used to tell me that when I go, I, should, I, I shouldn't just go and be singing. I should, I should, you know, like people. I should smile with people. Because honey is not very good at smiling with people. It's not her best side. But I was telling her that if you are going to go on stage for people to enjoy your song, that straight, straight, straight thing that you do can't work. Because when you go on stage, somebody say, hmm, what's your point? And, and there was a season where it wasn't so easy for people to stand on stage. You see, we had a season where people would go on stage and then they, 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 they get choked. For some people, my soloists, they go on stage, they are singing, and then... And then one, one, one girl said, when she was singing, she saw like dogs barking at her on stage. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not... It's, so you have to be nice so that even if somebody has a jumpie, they don't put it on you. <laughs> oh yes you have to understand it is a great otherwise it, it will be like you, you, you big and bad is that how you call it you big and something but everybody everybody's special sorry yeah bad and brave Everybody, those who sing, those who help, those who drive, all the things that people do, everybody is special. And, and if, if I had the privilege to be around a, a, a prophet every day, I would feel very special. 
And I, I feel those around him, I feel very nice for them. So, wow. But I actually don't even understand what it means. Because I can follow him two days and say, hey, is this how it is? Please, I want to go back to Guyana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, a servant executes. He does not command. If a servant is going to command, he has to use, and that's why people use the name wrongly. Bishop said. Bishop said. Yes. Yeah, but it's Bishop who said Hey, are you sure? Yeah, now these days you must have discernment to know that it's not Bishop at all. <laughs> Somebody is commanding who's supposed to actually be executing. Somebody who's not a commander is trying to assume a command post. A servant executes the command of another. So, if you don't execute commands and you issue commands, rather, it means you are the, you are the master. So, we have to find those who are mini, mini masters around and remove them. <laughs> Shall we? We'll send them by FedEx. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Early morning uh, priority. FedEx. Number number four. A servant cannot be inconvenienced by any job or task. A servant he cannot be inconvenienced by any job or task. So, Charlie, the washrooms, we need the washrooms to be clean for tomorrow morning. Said, nah, not me. Me in the bundle. I could sweep the cathedral, but not the toilet. Why? What is your problem? You, a servant, you, you can pick and choose. Huh? Yeah, you can pick and choose what you do. No, you, you, you execute the command of a master. That is when you stand to receive anointing. That's when you stand to receive something. If you can, if you can execute the command, if you can do anything that you are asked to do, that is when you stand the chance for oil to drop on you, Kalisha Haggad. Any chance you get to serve, you should do it. Any chance. Oh, we're having conference. Ah, wow, Bishop, what is there to do? What can I do? This night, da, da, da. Uh, was it yesterday or so? I think they were trying to paint uh, uh, the Anakazu Hall that we were trying to put up. There was one young lady, uh, one of the lady pastors, said, Bishop, is there painting for ladies to do? I said, there's painting for ladies to do. Come now. She came. I said, wow, that's a very nice thing. That the person will offer, will ask, is there something women can do? Because she's realized there's the men who are doing so many things. Is there something? I want to come and work. Is there something that a woman can do? I said, yes, there's something. Is it? You, 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 you are willing, if you get the opportunity, step in and help. Roll your sleeves. Do something. I'm telling you, if you are interested in ministry to do well here, you need to put yourself somewhere where anointing can touch your life. It will change you forever. I'm telling you, it will affect you forever. Hallelujah. You are not inconvenienced by any job or task. Can you imagine you have a servant in the house and you tell the servant, go and cut up the kalaloo for me. He said, nah, I don't like Kalaloo. 
I don't, I don't like pumpkin, so I can't cut pumpkin. Please, uh, madam, give me another task. I don't like greens. <laughs> Wouldn't it be amazing that you have a taking in somebody, a helper, and a helper is picking and choosing what they want to do? <sighs> Go and wash the car. I say, car, I don't know how to wash car good. Can you not take it to the car, wash bay? Really? Two monsters. One must go by FedEx. <laughs> Hallelujah. The next one, a servant does not see himself as equal to his master. He doesn't see himself as equal to his master. And please, very humbly and respectfully, I know many of you are trained and are still in training. But still, there is some way to go when it comes to respect. Because sometimes some of the things that are done around, it comes over like you are equal. Yeah, it is, it is understanding that makes us kind of overlook some of the things. Because if we were to take it into another environment, those things will not be taken lightly at all. Because it, it smells, it reeks of gross disrespect. So you are not equal to your master. There's nothing like that. We can never be equal to God. We can never be equal to our father. We can never be equal to your mother. There's nothing like that. A servant is not equal. Go and bring the drums. Go and narrate the drums. Go there. This is this, this. Oh no, why? Why not? No, I don't want the drums. I want, I want the keyboard. Really? You just so when I tell Adam, what tone do I like? Play, let me hear. It's not that. Is it that? You see? He's a boss man. And I know, I know the key I like. And, and when he plays it, I know that's not what I like. And I have to tell him that that's not what I like. Because that's what Isan used to do to me. I think keyboardists are like that. Isan used to do that also. I always have to tell Isan, change the tone. He said, when they are playing, they think they are playing for themselves. But you are not playing for it. You are playing for me. You are playing to create an atmosphere. And if it's not something that, that's not venison, that, that what pleases or satisfies or uh, I like, anointing won't flow. Yeah, we have to start slapping people instead of touching them. Uh, slap, go, uh, go home. Because the, the minstrel is not playing the right thing for us to lay hands. Yeah. Now, have you seen the video of a man of God? What I said? You. Get married. <laughs> Go to school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't create the right atmosphere, that's all you make us do. Get married. Yeah, yeah. Go to school. Bath two times a day. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are we following? A servant doesn't say things like, we are all classmates. 
We are all engineers. We are all children. We are all pastors. We all work in bishop's office. Philippians chapter 2 verse 6 says, Who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Jesus did not uh, think it robbery to be equal with God. But he came down, he lowered himself, and he died a death on the cross. He came down. A servant can never and should not be greater than his master. The next one, a servant carries out the wishes of his master. It reminds me of when David wanted water from this place. It was battle time, war time. And he needed water from Hog Island. <laughs> and then there was, there was a battle. And he said, oh, how I wish I would drink from the streams of Leguan. Like that. <laughs> then the servant heard it and he said, what? Our master wants water from Leguan. Come, let me get him water from Laguan. David was surprised when the servants came at the point and said, here is water for you to drink. It's from Laguan. This is coconut water from Pomeroon. Then David said, what? You cross all these battle lines to go and get me water from the Pomeroon? Wow. It's amazing. He said, I cannot drink this water. But, but that is what it is. The wishes of the master is done. It's that your wish is my command. It's not that your wish is negotiable. Your wish is dis- discussable. We have to discuss it. When a person stops following and receiving instruction, that person has become a big person. Yeah. He carries out the wishes of his master. So let's say you are around a pastor and then one day you say, you know, ah, if, 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 I, if we could really get something like this going, it would be very good. That's your command. They say, you call a few people say, did you hear what pastor said? He said, he was saying that if we can get something, like that, why don't we come together and make that wish come to pass? That's it. He'll be there one day and then, lo and behold, what? Really? We got a keyboard? How did you do it? So, Pastor, don't worry. Your wishes are command. Will you not be ever? Don't you think you'll be very excited? Oh, he can easily lay his hands on you crying. Say, Lord, let some oil pour on these people. Yeah. The wish of your master must be your command. Next one. A servant cannot be embarrassed by his job. A servant cannot be embarrassed by his job. A servant 
cannot be embarrassed by his job. West Side is very far. If you've not come here before, you think it's just around the corner. <laughs> uh, I see. <laughs> it's a good experience. Uh, many people in Georgia, they don't know where to come to. They need a visa. We have to stand at Stanley Town and check their passport. So do you have visa to go to the back there? <laughs> Philippians chapter 2 verse 8 and being found in fashion as a man he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross Jesus was not embarrassed by the job of going to die on the cross <laughs> can you imagine a, a rich man's son a son of God coming into this wicked world and then look at what he put himself through. People used to spit on him. Yeah, it was early morning, Mike. Yeah? <laughs> it was early morning. People used to spit on him. Did you know people used to spit on Jesus? People woke up in the morning, didn't brush their teeth, and then they... Yeah. <laughs> they beat him like a thief. You have, to, you have to understand, though. There were two other people, malefactors, who were crucified with Jesus. What tells you of the category Jesus was aligning himself with? And anybody who was new in Jerusalem on that day, who didn't know Jesus, if you ask him, oh, what is going on? He would tell you, oh, there are some three thieves who are being crucified on, 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 on Golgotha. That's, that's all. There's nothing like, oh, two thieves and one holy man. There's nothing like that. He, he, his, he was aligned with thieves. That, that, that is the reputation he died in. But this was the son of God. The son of God. The one who created the heavens and the earth. He comes out into this wicked world and he dies with thieves. It's amazing. Hallelujah. He died. He became obedient unto death. Even the death of the cross. A servant does menial jobs. Picking up crumbs and serving food. That's the next one. A servant does menial jobs. Very soon we'll we'll get some sleeping places around. Yeah, so you wouldn't have to study going back and coming again. Yeah, slowly. Yeah, it's just that it will be VVIP. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, will, it will be for pastors, not church members. Yeah, church members can be VIP. Why you want to sit in a place with big men of God, man? <laughs> yeah, nice, wise as serpents, God's general. Yeah, yeah, good general. Yeah, man. Raphael, you and Mary don't have to go home and come back. <laughs> Mary, get icky. <laughs> Mary, want, Mary want icky bad. <laughs> you have to teach your friend because he doesn't know he's an African man like me. We don't know how it works. Maybe I should ask Pastor Sam to, you know, privately to demonstrate it to me. <laughs> step one, step two. Step three, 
you are successful. Uh, Jonas, you are smiling like you know, you know about all them things, my <laughs> You're making babies, so you know all them things. Good, 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 good. <laughs> a mosquito bite. Otherwise, you find a big mosquito, you put some merry snake and say, It's a bite. A bite. Yeah, mosquitoes say, no, it's Holy Mary, I can't bite. <laughs> the mother of Jesus. <laughs> John 6 and verse 12 says, when they were filled, he said unto his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. That nothing be lost. Next, a servant promotes his master while he stays below. A servant promotes his master while he stays below. He promotes his master while he stays below. He promotes his master while he stays below. It's not easy. Why God stay below? Hmm? Why God for do Whilst he stays below. He must increase, but I must decrease. John chapter 3 and verse 30. Dances, are you ready? A servant does not expect thanks or acknowledgement. He even didn't say thank you. A servant does not expect thank you or acknowledgement. Is it easy to take that you don't get a thank you and you don't get acknowledgement? Luke chapter 17 and verse 10. Very interesting scripture. So likewise you when you shall have done all these things which are commanded you, say we are unprofitable servants. We have done that which was our duty to do. Our duty to do. We have done that which was our duty to do. We have done that which was our duty to do. It's not something that I am expecting thanks. It's my duty. And so it's, it's something that I was expecting. Oh, no, I mean, pastor, bishop, no, 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 please. Oh, no, 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 thank you at all. This is what I'm supposed to do. There's no thanks about that. I think I was saying the other day that people really say God bless you anyhow. 
When you are dealing with your pastor, don't tell your pastor God bless you. <laughs> Why? God bless you comes from the top to the bottom. No, not from the top, bottom to the top. Yeah. No, your, your pastor stands in a, a stronger place to say God bless you for it to happen than you telling your pastor God bless you and it happens. Then you should be the pastor and he should be the church member. God bless you and bless you too. It's a jargon. It's something that people just, I mean, it, just, they just, just, just say it. But, but, but if, if God, your God bless me is very strong, then I'd rather not say, you have to, you should tell me that. It's like, who has the power to bless who? Isaac said, give me venison that I might bless you. Jacob was never going to say, God bless you, Father, and then it was going to happen. No, it's Father's, it's, the, it's authoritative, it's from high. And somebody high says, God bless you, it works. If you are the child, say, Daddy, God bless you too. God bless me too. So the blessing I'm giving to you, you are not even receiving it, you are sending it back. <laughs> back to sender. You are, not receiving, you are not receiving the blessing. Amen. Thank you very much. You also say, and God bless you too. You didn't even sit down to, to, to soak him that God bless you. Because it's, it's just a habit. People just say it. It's just a habit. God bless you. God bless you too. God bless you. God bless you too. Hey, if only you know who God listens to, you be careful to say, God bless you. <laughs> it was our duty to do. Amen. Wow. A visiting minister, I think he thought that canal number two was just around Lagrange. <laughs> because unfortunately, his time is, his speech time is almost finishing. <laughs> uh, but we're we'll accommodating, isn't it? With all our tiredness and sleepiness, we'll try and encourage him to at least speak something, share a word with us. Uh, we did our best. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> A servant does what his master wants in the way his master wants it. A servant does what his master wants. In the way he wants it. Taman, are you there? Yeah, Taman is one of the guys, well, a very good example of the guy. When I say this is what I want, he, he does it. Yeah. There are quite a number of them around. So do this. Doesn't, he doesn't argue out. He doesn't say anything. Do it, you just do it. Yeah, yeah. So Taman, fix the door. Fix the window. He asked me, which side? How do you want it? So, this way. Yeah. Easy. There's no, there's, no, there's no back and forth. Oh, Bishop, I think that this one is better here. So, it's like if I'm wrong, it's okay. If, if I'm wrong, we are all wrong together. <laughs> but sometimes, some people, if you give an instruction, they, they want to tell them, no, no, but this thing, yeah, this, this, that, 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 you know. This, this, but, Bishop, this one looks better. Bishop says, ah, so you know better than them. Yeah, okay, all right, so. This is not who the cap's fit to. 
can't wear it. A servant does what his master wants in the way his master wants it. In the way his master wants it. It's very important. A husband can easily say, I want me chow mein wet, not dry. Chantel. Then you always make him the charming dry. Are you still right there? Yeah. No, you have to. You have to do it for him as is he so. So this may be for the bigger people, but even when it comes to very intimate things, a wife is servicing. You know what I'm telling you? A wife is changing oil and changing bricks. It's servicing. <laughs> and therefore, and therefore, one of the things should be that okay, how do you want it? Dry or wet? Wet is better. All right, okay. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> wet is better. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Is this what is better? Mm. A servant does what his master wants in the way his master wants it. Where do you want the speakers? Right here. Close up. That's it. It's not like, oh, eh, you don't want it here? I said here. I didn't see here. They asked, oh, you should see when we, when we move the books here. When they, were, when they were moving the, the, the books um, stand there, I, I, I didn't want it the way they were trying to put it. And I, I gave a sign. But one of my young pastors knew, understood the sign. And he went to. The way he wants it, because it's not your house. You are, you are a servant. You have to do things the way the master wants it. In the way. But I don't see sweepy already. But the place doesn't look swept. How, how, how do you want me to sweep the place? All right, girls, okay, don't worry. A man will easily say, don't worry. Because it's like, this thing is becoming a parliamentary uh, uh, something. And that's, that's not what you want. It has to be done the way you want it. It has to be done the way it must be done. That, that's how it should be. Are you with me? A servant does what his master wants in the way. You have to understand. So all those who are helpers, those who are assistants, whether it's the children's ministry, whether it's music, whether it's media, whatever it is, you do it in the way, in the way, in the way his master wants it. Are you with me? In the way. Not in your way. In the way the master wants it. Are you there with me? A servant does what his master wants in the way his master wants it. Are you excited? Wonderful. First Samuel chapter 15 and verse 22. Apostle Sean, you are very, very welcome to our country. <laughs> welcome to Esequibo. Well, this is where? This is Venezuela. Welcome to Venezuela. <laughs> First Samuel chapter 15 verse 22. What does it say? 
Dancing stars, are you ready? We're bringing Apostle Sean on very, very, very soon. Get ready. First Samuel chapter 15 and verse 22. And Samuel said, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. Samuel and Saul didn't do things the way God wanted it to be done. Saul didn't do things the way God wanted it to be done. And so, like I'm saying, a servant does what his master wants in the way. Saul was arguing that he did everything. He did it. He did it. And then someone says, ah, but what is this sound of sheep and goats I'm hearing? So, uh, we left some fat goats and fat uh, sheep for, for sacrifice tonight. But, but that's, that's not exactly what God told you to do. A servant does things in the way his master wants it to be done. 